Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Evan Jimenez. Boston has been quite rainy lately as Tropical Storm Isaias blew through the area on Tuesday evening. Temperatures Wednesday are expected to climb back up to around 90 degrees, though, with 60% humidity and western winds blowing through at around 15 miles per hour. The rest of the week is looking fairly sunny, with temperatures remaining in the mid to low 80s. Joining us first is Ulala Kajioka here to report on a letter sent to Boston University and Northeastern University from a Boston City Councilor. On Tuesday, City Councilor Kenzie Bach sent a letter to Boston University and Northeastern University, urging the schools to switch to an all-virtual fall semester and to not encourage students to return to campus. Due to the recent rise in COVID-19 cases, Bach is concerned about the influx of students that will come to Boston from out of state. According to the letter, nearly three-quarters of undergraduate students at both schools come from out of state. Bach also wrote that the university's plans for off-campus students aren't as strong as they need to be, as it puts certain individuals living in the same neighborhoods as those students at a higher risk. In addition to switching to a virtual semester, Bach wrote that the universities need to provide isolation units for off-campus students who test positive as well as on-campus students. She also wrote that students should be required to register the date they return to Boston and confirm that they will comply with the governor's quarantine requirements. Furthermore, Bach believes that the universities need to closely monitor off-campus students and ensure violations of public health guidelines are properly disciplined. In Honolulu, Hawaii, this is Ulala Kajioka from WTVU News. Thank you, Ulala. Joining us now is Will Andronico with further information on Hurricane Isaias. Tropical Storm Isaias rampaged through much of New England yesterday after leaving a destructive path along the eastern seaboard. Power outages, downed trees, thunderstorms, and high winds were reported yesterday with Connecticut, Massachusetts, western Maine, and almost all of Vermont and New Hampshire experiencing the brunt of the storm. The entire state of Massachusetts was also placed under a tornado watch advisory, a rare sighting for the state which, on average, experiences just a single tornado each year. The storm will fizzle out in Canada today, but cleanup crews are still at work to fix the damage in Isaias's wake. In Bolton, Massachusetts, I'm Will Andronico for WTBU News. Thanks, Will. And now we'll head over to Stephanie Joseph for a story on a warning issued by the CDC about a rapidly spreading disease affecting children. The CDC has issued a warning on Tuesday to parents and caregivers over concerns of a polio-like disease infecting children. Acute flaccid myelitis can be caused by a few viruses, such as adenovirus, but it is most often caused by a form of enterovirus that is abbreviated as EV-D68. The disease commonly affects children as young as five years old or younger, and cases have been increasing every two years since 2014. The CDC has noticed an uptick in cases between August and November. Although the disease is rare, the CDC encourages families to act fast once limb weakness, a common symptom, sets in because acute flaccid myelitis can progress in a short time. Advanced symptoms include permanent paralysis and respiratory failure. Of the 211 patients diagnosed with the disease in 2018, 98% had to be hospitalized and 23% needed a ventilator to breathe. 
Even though some families have reported that their children have regained some movement in their limbs, doctors say that full recovery is unlikely. In Laurel, Maryland, I'm Stephanie Joseph for WTBU News. Thanks, Stephanie. In elections news, President Donald Trump seemingly reversed his stance on mail-in voting on Tuesday as he encouraged Florida voters to use the system in November. In an afternoon tweet, the president appeared to walk back his opposition to mail-in voting by stating Florida's election system was safe, secure, tried, and true. In a press conference later in the day, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany cited a recent quote-unquote victory regarding ballots in Florida as the reason behind Trump's tweet. The victory referred to a lawsuit over the swing state's voting rights laws that was settled out of court. McEnany also pointed towards a difference between mass mail-in voting and absentee voting, despite the fact that Trump's original tweet referred to them as equivalent. This comes after Trump has consistently criticized vote-by-mail across the country as being riddled with fraud, and as recently as last week suggested delaying the election until it was safer to hold in person. On Monday, the president also claimed the power to issue an executive order on the practice, although it is unclear whether he has the constitutional right to do so. Finally, an update from Victoria Popovska about an explosion in Beirut. On Tuesday, at about 6 p.m. local time, a massive explosion shook through the Lebanese capital of Beirut, flattening much of the port area. According to the health ministry, at least 73 people have been killed and 3,000 injured, but these numbers are likely to rise as searches for missing people continue. Among the deceased is Secretary General of the Qatay political party, Nizar Naharain. The source of the explosion is believed to be a fire in a warehouse that stored many explosive materials. Hospitals in the city are overwhelmed with patients and have had to turn people away. Public Health Minister Hamad Hassan announced that the ministry will cover the cost of treatment for the wounded. Prime Minister Hassan Diab announced that Wednesday would be a day of national mourning, and President Michael Aoun called an emergency meeting of the Supreme Defense Council, which has since declared Beirut a disaster area. In Montville, New Jersey, I'm Victoria Poposka for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Jenny Kornreich, Will Andronico, and Grace Ferguson, I'm Evan Jimenez reporting from Somerset, New Jersey for WTBU News.